The following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is what winning moves can you make right now in real estate? Subscribe to get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with show notes at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, January 30th, 2021 at 901-535-9732. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. You know who's in the co-host here. <laughs> But just like playing a good game of chess, you need to be paying attention to what you want to accomplish and which moves will get you to your goal the fastest with the least amount of losses. I'm going to be sharing some stories from some very smart uh, mortgage clients of mine and some moves that they have made to win. Tom King, our appraisal expert, will be telling us about what he is seeing in our local real estate market. But Tom King, it's always great having you back in the co-host chair. You've been completing one home appraisal after another home appraisal from sunup to long after sundown. Our regular listeners know who you are, but tell our new listeners a little bit about yourself and what services you offer your appraisal clients. All right, Joe, thank you for that. Um, I'm a second generation appraisal appraiser. I uh, learned the business from my father. That's why it's called Bill King Company, I'm named after my father. I grew up that way, and I've never uh, <laughs> changed. didn't want to change it since. So uh, I do appraisals in the Memphis area in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County. Uh, nothing in Mississippi. I don't even know where it is. I don't think. <laughs> Someone told me it was south of Tennessee, so uh, I'll, I'll accept that. You're not right, Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I do mortgage loan relocation uh, appraisals for individuals uh, wanting to know what their house might be worth before they put it on the market. And uh, attorneys that uh, for estate, probate, divorce, uh, things like that. So uh, I've been in about 45 years. It's over that, but I'm not going to admit to it anymore. (laughs) Well, you're (laughs) still young. (laughs) Yeah. So so, uh, that's pretty much it. Well, Tom, you've got a lot of experience, and I will say over the last several years we've been on the air, you've helped so many of my clients and people buying houses for cash, you know, just knowing that somebody that knows the market can tell them what the house is really worth, and you have saved people a lot of money. So give Tom a call. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. Well, you know, just like in a good game of chess, a big part of making the right moves in real estate involves thinking through what you want to accomplish and staying focused on what you want, especially in this hot market where just about every house has multiple offers competing to be the one the seller accepts. The great chess masters of the past have been known to use some some of the strangest ploys to s- try to psych out their opponents. One chess master insisted on having his Siamese cat sit in his lap while he competed in the chess match. Well, that got nixed, but he kept putting his cat on top of the chess board before each match. And, and his ulterior motive was hoping the, his opponent would have an allergy to cats, I guess, but um, it was pretty strange. 
Another chess master had a psychic woman sitting on the front row and staring to stare angrily at his opponent all through the match to disrupt his opponent's ability to concentrate. So, I mean, there's some strategies in chess, you know, that uh, and there's some strategies in real estate. We try to keep our strategies a win-win, though, in real estate. But when you're trying to buy a home, the stakes are high. These are uh, some, take some steps like these to stay focused. Number one, know what you want and how much you're willing to sacrifice to get it. Review your last several bank uh, months bank statements, credit card statements. Look at your pay stubs. Look at the net after taxes. Know how much you spend to live and how much you're going to be able to comfortably afford on a house note you got to know how much you need to keep in an emergency fund and how much you can afford to pay for move-in cost without spending all of your savings. And we do have solutions for that. Call me if you're thinking, I'm short on funds. Call me. You wouldn't believe where we can find money for you. Down payment assistance, we find money you didn't even know you had. So call me. Make a list in the order of priority of the things for your that you want in your home that you absolutely need to have, that's one list. Second list, things that would be nice to have. And thirdly, things that you can easily sacrifice like a pawn on a chessboard, and you can use that as a bargaining chip. Give this list to your realtor. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story about Ricky Gonzalez. He's one of my rock star clients. He knew what he wanted, but he had what some would call a champagne taste on a beer budget. Later in the show, I, I want you to hear the brilliant way Ricky figured out how to get what he wanted, and uh, we'll t- we'll cover that a little bit later. Put together a team of experienced, reputable professionals. You're going to need a good realtor, a good lender, and I've got my hand up. I would love to sign up for the job as your lender, mortgage lender. You're going to need a good home inspector, insurance agent, and the list goes on. Consult your CPA or other financial advisors. Sometimes there's some little tweaks to your your transaction that can give you an advantage on the tax side. Make your highest and best offer if you know that you're going to be competing against other people that are trying to buy that same house. I had a client, we'll call them the Jaegers, had looked at so many houses time after time, and they had lost out to higher and better competing offers from someone else. And, you know, it was like, what did they have to do to get in the winner's circle? Well, they used persistence. They made their highest and best offer up front and implemented some advice from their realtor to help them win in the end. As a buyer, try to think like a seller. If your offer is not contingent on selling your current home uh, and you don't have a whole lot of contingencies in your contract, then and you're not asking the seller to pay a bunch of your cost, you may very well get your offer accepted. Get a strong pre-approval letter. You need a very strong one. Call me. I can show you some strategies that we've used to get uh, a very strong uh, letter on your pre-approval that helps put you ahead of the pack. Consult with your professionals on your team. Put together multiple exit strategies so that you can make a profit later on, maybe years from now, no matter what the market is, no matter what the market's like. But if you can't afford what you really want, don't let yourself get checkmated. Think outside the box. What can you get today that would get you step-by-step closer to what you really want? But what do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Call me, 901-482-0354. Give me an email, message jo at jogarner.com. But, Tom, we've got about two or three minutes. You're, you've been out there in the real estate 
world. You're an appraiser. You've got over 45 years experience. You know a thing or two. What are you seeing right now for tactics that people are using to really get themselves in the winner's circle in their real estate transactions? Well, Joe, that's a great question. I'm going to give you a few examples, real-time examples. Um, I talked to an agent yesterday that said that they got 23 offers on a home in the first day. And um, it it's an amazing market that we're having. Um, I talked to another um, – well – when I, let me back up a little bit. When I do an appraisal, I get a copy of the contract. Mm-hmm. That means I got I get to see the winning contract. Mm-hmm. I don't get to see the competing contracts. <laughs> so I don't know how what the the losing people are doing, so to uh-huh. speak. But uh, in one house, uh, it was selling. It was listed for like two hundred thousand dollars, and the offer came in at two hundred twelve thousand dollars. Wow! And the the contract stated that. We will pay twelve thousand dollars over the appraised value up to that, mm-hmm. knowing probably that it wouldn't appraise for two hundred and twelve thousand dollars. And that's really what I call a, a winning type bid. Of course, you have to be in a financial position right. to be able to do that. <clears throat> right. So uh, that's that's one thing that I've seen. Uh, another one I saw was a house listed for two hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. And they said, we will beat any, and that was market. It was mm-hmm. a, a standard neighborhood. All the houses looked pretty much the same in the neighborhood, and 255 was about right. And uh, the the winning contract said, we will pay $1,000 over any bid up to 275000 Oh, my goodness. goodness and that's goodness. the kind of thing I'm seeing. Of course, that's that's not uh, – uh, it didn't appraise, mm-hmm. so – that leaves it up to negotiation from there. And we can talk about that later in the show, about how to do that on your financing uh, structure. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. That's when right. When we come back, you're going to be able to take a look through the eyes of our appraiser, Tom King, at our local marketplace and neighborhood. See you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Terry Murphy with Terry Murphy Communications here in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. We're winning up here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer in the studio. We have Tom King with Bill King Appraisal Company. He is our expert real estate appraiser, and we're talking about what winning moves can you make right now in real estate. And just like a good game of chess, you want to make a strategic move to get you where you want to go the quickest with the least amount that you have to give up. So um, right now we're going to take a moment and we're going to do something we haven't done in a while we love to do, and that is the Memphis Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest 
is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle in uh, 12 of his Memphis history lectures entitled Making Memphis Storytelling by Jimmy Ogle. You can do, you can find them by Googling Googling Jimmy Ogle and Pink Palace. You'll find those. You can also find Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big project, if you have a little project, or you may want to do the big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. So if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us at 901-535-9732 we're both having trouble with our voice a little bit so um here's the hint i was long overdue and now share an address with two other iconic music musical attractions who am i and i'll give a couple more hints i have many stars in my galleries i'm only four years old but my members date back almost 90 years my subject is known around the world my, and the final one is my sister museum is located two blocks away near the FedEx Forum. Who am I? So it's kind of, it's a, it's a place. It's like a museum of sorts. Maybe not a museum, but it kind of, it's a place. It's a place. All right. So how do we call? If we know the answer, what's the number? Not, call 901-535-9732. All right. All right. Okay. Now we're talking about um, what winning moves can you make now in real estate. So Tom, when you left, when we left off, you were talking about the competitiveness of the market. You were um, talking about how it's important to have a strong pre-approval letter that you have to really be competitive. And um, so, give us some examples of the situation with the lack of inventory in the mid South. Well, if you're a buyer, um, one of the things you can do is make your best offer first. I think mm-hmm. we just said that, and the other thing. Find out some information from the seller. Contact the the listing agent. Find out when that seller wants to move. Mm-hmm. That could be a big thing more than the price. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the number one thing is you've got to have, what, a strong letter? <laughs> strong pre-approval letter. <laughs> that's right. That's right, because they want to know that you can buy the house. So uh, that's that's number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, find just find a different strategy. I've, I've talked to I've heard people say, put a video with your uh, uh, yeah. thing. And it says, this is my little three-year-old daughter, and she loves that little bedroom so much. You know, <laughs> tug, on, tug on their heartstrings a little bit. You know, <laughs> you never can tell what's, what's, uh, what might mm-hmm. work out. Um, I talked to another person that said uh, uh, the seller was a veteran, mm-hmm. and uh, this person was a, a vet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, – she made it known that she was a veteran, mm-hmm. and the the seller wanted to sell to the to a, a fellow veteran before anyone else. So price didn't matter as right. much as that. So uh, those those are a few of the the mm-hmm. strategies that uh, you could do if if you're a buyer. If you're a seller, uh, uh, find out get a good agent. That's mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Find out what houses are selling for. And one of the things that I I found out is that uh, people look at a very tight area, Mm -hmm. uh, say within a quarter, a few tenths of a mile or Mm -hmm. something like that to find sales. And nobody 
the typical buyer does not look at a house that way. And so uh, uh, they look in a, a wider area, like mm-hmm. say the Germantown area. No one says I want to be north of Poplar and not south of Poplar or or east of Germantown Road and not west of Germantown right. Road. I know that's <laughs> looking a little bit bit uh, uh, local, but uh, widen your area out that you're looking for homes because mm-hmm. that's what the market does. And that and an appraiser, that is what the the market should. We should reflect what the market does. And so I, I know there are regulations that say keep within a mile or something like that. And I, I just totally ignore it, to tell you mm-hmm. the truth. And mm-hmm. I put a comment in the appraisal to say, here's the way the market is, and this is what the market does, and uh, no one looks within a mile anymore. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and we some, can get around that. Each each loan, different type of loan product has different requirements for what appraisers can use for comps and how far away they can go. I know you have to work within the restraints of um, constraints of of the certain loan products. Isn't that right? Isn't that's that right. right. That's right. And one of the things that we have to do on all of them is what we call bracketing. I know that's a technical term, but bracketing just means if your house has uh, two thousand square feet, you can't use homes that are selling that have twenty five hundred square feet across the board. Right. You you want to get some higher and some lower. Right. Uh, same way with baths. If your house has three and a half baths, you want a house with three and a half baths or some with lower, not a house with five baths or right. something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, same way with a garage. We have to do that with, mm-hmm. with everything. And a pool. That's a big mm-hmm. thing. If, if a house sells with a pool, they want sales with a pool. Uh, so it it gets a little tricky, and sometimes those houses are not within a, a mile. Right, right, exactly. So, uh, but you know, you don't want to you you want to look at it the same way the market does, and and go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about get a good agent, and if you are a buyer, I would say really consider getting a reputable, experienced buyer's agent that would represent you and your interests, so that that agent talks to the listing agent. That agent can go and find out things in the data bank that they have that you can't you have no access to. So as a buyer having a buyer's agent is uh, something that I would truly recommend. You know, we've got we've got two or three minutes here. Let's talk about low appraisals. You know, occasionally we do have appraisals come in low, Tom, I think. Uh, and, and I'm guilty of that unfortunately. <laughs> and and there's do. sometimes there's just nothing we could do. And Believe me, I've, I've sold houses before. How do, how do we counter that effectively and professionally? How is the best way to counter a low appraisal? The best way is kind of the same thing I just said, uh, and we'll put it in the, in the terms of uh, a low appraisal. Uh, kind of widen your area out. Mm-hmm. Say, well, this area here is the same as this area here, mm-hmm. and this area, this sale uh, substantiates Mm-hmm. Higher, like, like for instance, with, with like this week, I, it wasn't my deal, but I was listening to a situation where appraisal came in low. The house that uh, uh, the subject house that was being appraised had been updated with the latest and greatest stuff. That the comp that was used, the comparable sale that was used to come up with the value, one of them had never been updated in probably twenty years. I mean, and it okay. that is, I, I understand, that. and rather than make an adjustment. The best thing would be to find another sale. Uh, the best adjustment is no adjustment. So uh, that's that's uh, that sounds a little corny, but the best thing you could do is find the exact 
kind of house that has mm-hmm. been updated mm-hmm. rather than make a dollar adjustment. And there are limits to our dollar adjustments that we can make. So we right. can't we can't say that a house is a two hundred thousand dollar house. Well, this is this house is fifty thousand dollars better. Mm-hmm. That won't fly with the underwriters. Right. right. So. Uh, uh, when I say the best adjustment is no adjustment, find the best sales, right? And maybe widen that area out and mm-hmm. and uh, look look for uh, other other areas. You know, you've helped me out so many times. You showed me a neat little uh, uh, technique, and it was it's in the appraisal. It's called the market trends analysis. Yeah, the, it's the ten o the big technical. It's the ten o four MC market conditions. Ooh, that's a five dollar uh, word form. Yeah, but, but it shows. Over the next from from months from right now till the next over the next twelve months or, or the three past months, months the past twelve months or the past three months or the past nine months and it has a table and it shows you in that neighborhood how much the prices have gone up or down and then there's little check marks that says is it declining market is it a stable market is it is the values have they been increasing well if you've got really old old comparables from like nine to ten months ago. And the check is checked that the the values have increased over that period of time by about this much. You had mentioned one time that we could uh, professionally uh, ask the appraiser to adjust uh, because the comps were for so the, old and the values the have gone up so far, since, so much since then. Yes, and there are times when I've had to do it, and it proves that, uh, like in some areas, you could prove you got to have a lot of sales in each one. You can't have one sale right. in each section, seven to 12 months, three to six months, and zero mm-hmm. to, th- mm-hmm. to three months. But if there are a lot of sales, you can prove as much as, say, a $2,000 a month adjustment right. on there if the sales prove it. If the so sales a, a, trends a, prove yeah, it. So a, a, uh, a six-month uh, old sale would be $12,000. Mm-hmm. Well, and what do you call that again, the technical term, if you're it's asking? time adjustment. Time adjustment. Date of sale adjustment. Date of sale adjustment. So, hey, realtors out there, keep that in your pocket and uh, give us a call. I'm Joe Garner, your host on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You call me. Love to hear your story, 901-482-0354. When we come back, I'm going to be sharing some, some of the stories of winning strategies my clients have made. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm attorney Mark Sturpko with the Sturpko Law Group from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We're gonna win. Don't wanna be a loser, gonna win. Cause winning really is the only thing. Get out of the way, we're coming in. You wanna fight and step inside the ring. Cause anybody wanna take a swing. It's gotta be all or nothing. Oh, we're gonna be the champions. Hey, we're going out the way, we're gonna win. win. We're gonna win. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. We're going to win. Today we're talking about what winning moves can you make right now in real estate. And in the co-host chair, we have Tom King, our expert real estate appraiser. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right. Well, you know, we've talked about some rules of thumb, things, strategies that you can use to put yourself in the winner's circle if you're a buyer, if you're a home seller. And uh, I'm going to talk to buyers for a moment. I'm in the mortgage business. I've got a lot of rock star clients, I call them. Of course, I love them all. (laughs) But um, 
just generally think, speaking, and you guys have heard me say this on Real Estate Mortgage Shop many times, but you've got to get to the truth about what you can comfortably afford on a house note. What you can comfortably afford as a down payment for a house and still keep a healthy amount of emergency fund in the bank, still keep some discretionary income available for emergencies every month, and you know, so that you can enjoy making your house payment each month. But if you're that person who just cannot force yourself to go through all 12-month bank statements and credit card statements to put together your household budget, then just um, turn up the volume on some good tunes, set a timer for as long as you need to review three to six months of those bank statements and credit card statements just to get an idea of what your budget looks like. Don't forget those bills, though, that you have to pay once or twice a year. But calculate your true income after taxes and deductions. Uh, your income to debt ratios ideally should be where your total house, you know, should be where your total house note and all your your monthly debt really shouldn't exceed more than forty to forty five percent of your gross income. Some of the loan program software will approve you for a lot higher, but you probably don't want to go that high. If your debt ratios are too high, let's talk about what you want to accomplish with your mortgage financing. It may be possible to rearrange some debt to make your cash flow each month more manageable. Don't pay off any debt until you've talked to your loan officer, though. Depending on your situation, it may be more advantageous to you to keep more money in the bank rather than paying a bunch of debt down. Uh, You know, Tom, I, I mentioned this on our Facebook Live this morning, but I've got a client, it's not his real name, but I call him Ricky Gonzalez. I call him Mr. Fix-It takes one step at a time toward his dream home in a competitive market. But Ricky is barely out of his 20s. He wants a shop next to his house so he can work on cars and fix stuff on the side, which is what he likes to do. He wants to be in a particular neighborhood, which is, uh, it's not an upscale, upscale neighborhood, but it's more expensive than where he's living right now. And Ricky's kind of got a champagne taste on a beer budget. And Ricky, though, he, instead of getting discouraged, he engages his imagination in some ingenuity. He found a house in a neighborhood that was going up steadily in value, even though it wasn't that more upscale neighborhood that he initially wanted. The property had a garage, and this house would not break the bank for Ricky. Ricky took action with a smart offer and beat out any competition to buy this house. It was a lower-priced house he could afford. Over time, once he moved into it, he began transforming the garage out there into an awesome shop by installing a workbench and later some racks for his tools, and the house was going up in value, too. So Ricky's plan was one day in the future to be able to launch from this home that he bought up to that more expensive, better neighborhood that he originally wanted. But, uh, you know, put a reputable realtor, put a reputable lender on your team, use their knowledge, their resources to make the right moves to get you where you want to be. Here's an example Uh, of when a knowledgeable realtor and lender helped this client. I'll call her Catherine. She bought a house she loved with a low fixed rate payment, three different exit strategies that could help her rest easy, knowing there were not one, but three different methods that could help her profit from this home later on without her having to feel stuck and tied to the house. Catherine was in her late 20s, out of college, just getting started in her career. She wanted freedom to eat out and have fun after work and on the weekends. She wanted to have that 
peace of mind that she could move when and where she needed to to get further along in her career. She didn't want to feel stuck, tied to a house. But some of her friends had bought their homes, but Catherine didn't want to feel hemmed in or stuck with a mortgage commitment. She felt like she could never get ahead with her rent, though, going up each and every year. And surely there had to be some way to buy a house and not feel like she was stuck. The realtor did some research on the neighborhoods that interested Catherine. Catherine uh, could buy a house in a neighborhood that traditionally went up in value year after year, not just for right now in this market, but had always gone up. Her payment would be about, hit this, a third less than what she would have been paying in That's rent incredible. for the same house. I mean, wow. The interest rate on the mortgage was fixed for 30 years, so no more landlord knocking on the door going up on the rent each year because now she owns it and she's locked in on her mortgage. But for Catherine, it was all about having some profitable exit strategies just in case she ever wanted to move and not be tied to that house. Catherine had three possible exit strategies to use if she ever decided to move. And one of them was that the values had been going up traditionally in this neighborhood. So chances were good that, you know, in two or three years, maybe five or more, if she decided to sell the house, she would have enough equity built up because the values had been going up to sell at a profit and be able to pay a realtor even to do that. The second possible exit strategy involved the FHA government mortgage program that Catherine used for her financing. A lot of people don't realize this, but the FHA loan program allows for that borrower to later have someone assume that mortgage. If they if the market is not a good selling market, let's say five or six years from now, we're back at 7% interest, 6% interest on mortgages. Who knows? If that's the case and the market's soft, there's hard to sell a house at that time. Catherine can put a um, a sign out front and it says assumable loan two or two and a half or three and a half or whatever her rate is. And that would cause her to be able to sell a lot faster. Now, that person would have to qualify with her mortgage company. But if the rates are back at six and they can assume a three, two or three something percent rate, how many buyers are going to be lined up and pay willing to pay her a lot of equity to have that opportunity? The third possible exit strategy was that the neighborhood where Catherine purchased her property was a great rental market. Rent rates had been going up each year regularly. So chances are good that if she was in a soft market where it was hard to sell a house, she may not want to sell it. She may want to just if she has to move or wants to move to a different house or a different city, she could rent that house out for a profit. But lots of people have decided like Catherine, that they want to make changes. They'd like to make changes in their real estate strategy. Right now, I'm seeing a trend of people who want to either, um, they want to either buy a larger home, Tom, or they want to expand the living space where they're living now. Because there is this trend, we call it, um, it was intergenerational bonding. It's where parents and children and sometimes the grands are even moving back under the same roof. And Do you people, see that? And people are working more at home now, too, and, and they want a, a home office or, or something besides a dining room table. Right. Well, we're seeing that, and there are some great ways to structure financing for that. So call me. Well, let's brainstorm your options. But I want to tell a really quick story before we go to break. Uh, I'll call this customer Derek Dennison. He wanted to spend more time with his family, and he 
the way the house was set up, he was always separated from his family. He worked mega hours, so there wasn't a lot of time for him to spend with his wife and his younger children. The Denisons wanted to make some improvements to their home so that they could bring them all of them together as a family more often during the day. They decided they wanted to open up the kitchen area allowed, so they could all be in the same room eating and watching TV and doing their activities while they cooked instead of you know, being a separate room. They wanted to put in a nice gunite pool with a deck and extend the patio you know, by building a covered area for grilling out outside. With the pool and the deck... Um, an extended patio, the Denisons could grill out or sit and read the paper while the kids swam in the pool with their kids. It was a brilliant plan just to squeeze in more family time and make every moment count. Their challenge, though, was that they had to get a variable rate home equity line of credit. It was going to cost them $75,000 to make this improve- these improvements, and they didn't want a variable rate uh, loan that could go up and up and up over time. And so this would mean that uh, the payment on the equity line of credit could continue to go up, and this would be a budget buster for the Denisons. The Denisons explored a number of ways to try to get the money to complete their renovations on their home. What they ended up doing, we ended up doing a cash-out refinance program. We put we put that together so that they could borrow, they pay off the old mortgage, and in this case, get a lower rate on it anyway. And we added in the seventy five thousand because there was just enough value before they did these renovations on the house to still allow them to do it. But this would get their rate fixed, so it would never go up. It would give them the seventy five thousand dollars they need with no prepayment penalty, so they could pay it off early. But that was their story. Tom, and I guess you're seeing some of that going on, too. That's right, Joe. And, and you know, when I do a refinance appraisal, I, I tell the people, I said, you're saving a lot of money. I said, pretend it never happened. I know it sounds silly. <laughs> I said, take that extra two or three hundred or a hundred dollars a month and pay off that mortgage. And, you know, it doesn't happen fast. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the best way to get rich fast is to get rich slow. slow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, have that have that balance melt down a little bit and there's no prepayment penalty on a lot of these if you pay a little bit off it's fine so take that extra money and uh, go from there Um, that's a great great tip uh, tom there's so many stories i could tell we don't have time but give me a call i want to hear your story let's put together some scenarios explore some winning moves that you can make on your real estate i'm joe garner your host mortgage loan officer you can find me over at sierra pacific mortgage here in the Memphis area over on Timber Creek. You can also connect with me at jogarner.com. Tom King, our appraisal, our appraiser expert, uh, what, how, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, this is Ed Hill with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner.
All right, victories won. We're going to win. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Give me a call. I would love to hear your story, 901-482-0354. We're talking about what winning moves can you make right now in real estate. And in the co-host here, we have Tom King, our real estate appraisal expert. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And you know, Joe, we had the Look Back Trivia Contest, and we had about 10 calls and nobody answered it. And Correctly. The, the, yeah, nobody <laughs> answered good, it correctly. Good guesses, a lot of good guesses. <laughs> but uh, the answer to it is the Memphis Music Hall of Fame. And it opened in July of 2015 on the second floor of the uh, Addresses at Beale and Second, 126 Beale Street, above the Hard Rock Cafe. I think one person asked, said it was yeah, the Hard Rock hard Cafe, rock. but it's the Museum uh, uh, Memphis Music Hall of Fame above the Hard Rock Cafe. All right. Well, Tom, I, it's about that time that we like to do the real estate tip of the week and i believe tom king you have our real estate tip of the week yeah i was just thinking what everybody's buying a house and they're thinking well maybe i can uh get a house on a 15-year mortgage or what but my income varies a bit and i want to have a little flexibility and one of the things you could do is get that loan on a 30-year loan and have the discipline to pay a little extra Mm mm-hmm Every month, mainly in the first part, because you're right. paying all interest in the first. <laughs> so if about. you pay a little extra uh, on the principal, you can really melt that mortgage down, uh, that that uh, principal down. And then, if say, if things get a little tight, you can go back to uh, what the average payment, the, the normal payment might be. The lower payment on the 30. And, and have a little bit more flexibility rather than being stuck on a, a – a loan that uh, might you might have trouble being in later. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a great tip, and you know I've had um, I have had self-employed people who have said, "Hey, look, you know, peace of mind is worth something here. I'm going to pay this as a 15-year loan, but I'm going to have it on a 30-year on paper, yeah. so that if I run into some hard times, I'm not roped into making that really high payment. I can go back to the lower one if I want to. And remember, when you work for yourself, like I do, you wake up every morning unemployed. (laughs) You know, you have to get out there and shake the bushes. and You know, that's the way I tell it. If that appeals to you, go ahead. That's some great information, Tom. You know, the tip that I have is don't be lulled into complacency and miss your opportunity to win this chess match with your real estate and your financing. One one of the biggest misconceptions that I hear when I'm talking to people is people think the mortgage rates are tied to the Fed rate. Well, they're not. The Fed rate, the Fed, Federal Reserve has said they're going to keep their rates low for the next couple of years or so. They're committed to do that. But in the in my over 30 years experience, I have uh, seen some wild moves up and down with mortgage rates that have nothing whatsoever to do with the Fed rate. We've seen mortgage rates jump, you know, 100 basis points in a day, you know, before in years past. It has nothing to do with the Fed rate. Do not get lulled into that. If you... And you may you may not even realize how many thousands of dollars you can save on a refinance, restructure, a home purchase. 
call me. It's free. The call is free. I would love to hear your story. Let's put some stuff on paper. Let's at least do it. Then you'll know for a fact. And if you have a chance to save yourself a few few thousand dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, you're going to feel, feel really good about the fact that you jumped on this. You know, uh, we are sponsored by Talk Shop, and Talk Shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock Central, and you can go to TalkShop.com, that's Talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com, then click the Upcoming Events tab. You're going to see the virtual Zoom website there, and uh, this Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021, Peggy Lau and Curtis Lau of Dream Trips and Secrets are going to be talking about how to make quality time away from work power up productivity at work. And Peggy and Curtis are sponsors of Talk Shop. They can show you how to get some great vacations, first class vacations at a fraction of the cost. I've been on one of theirs and it is for real. So give them a call 901-289-0747. Thank you to Tim Gilliland of Backup RX. When you need to recover your lost data on your computer, you're going to feel very grateful to have Tim. You can just go in there and if you've lost data, you can just download it again from the Backup. Contact Tim Gilliland at Backup RX. Dot com. Uh, we've got some other sponsors, too. We thank our talk shop business coach, Tim Fleshner. And are you ready to make some strategic moves and improvements in your business? Contact business coach Tim Fleshner at tfleshner at biz-rx.com. And if you're still working on fixing up your house, maybe you've got some projects you're working on today, maybe you're running some errands today, What's on your list that you can buy from a family-owned local business? We want to thank you for remembering to support our local business owners. Subscribe to get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast. We'll throw in the show notes, some pictures, and all of that. You can get those weekly in your email box by subscribing at jogarner.com. That's jogarner. Com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. That's right. Got a couple of quotes, Tom. This is from Anonymous. If you forget the rules of chess, don't worry. You're allowed to check. <laughs> <laughs> Here's I got one more. Okay, here we go. I hope it's better. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> if you recently... <laughs> If you've recently started to learn about the history of chessboards, seems they have quite a checkered past. Well, I guess I was wrong. Yes, <laughs> you were. Well, well, Joe, it's been a great show, and I just want to repeat what I said the last time I was on. If if you go to a restaurant, go to a local restaurant, support it, and leave an extra tip. That's right. I call it a COVID tip for that waitress. Yes. If your tables were down 75% or your income was down 75%, you'd want that to happen to you, too. You know, that is such a good point. We love our business owners, self-employed people, and um, our business owners. And we, we appreciate, you know, gen- Memphis is known as a generous city, and we're very proud of that heritage. And whatever your 
whatever your your uh, businesses are in your fair city listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop across the country, we encourage you to, to support your local businesses. They really are the, the blood of our economy and our cities. That's right. And I hope these restaurant, restaurants get it back to full capacity soon. And uh, there's people standing in line waiting to can't wait. six feet apart now, <laughs> <laughs> waiting, to, waiting to get in. So uh, maybe it won't have to be six feet apart, but uh, – uh, I hope things work out. So. All right. Well, Tom King, thanks for being on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Thank our listeners, and we look forward to hanging out with you coming up next week. So we'll see you then.